like 2 a.m it ended at like 5 Oh shit! This is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good, it's good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't waste stuff. it. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again. Make it sound natural. This is the, this is the mark of secure comedians. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, we can't we can't let this uh, go out and eat. <laughs> Do you guys ever think about that? Like you have, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's we gotta eat too. Do you guys ever think about that? Like you have limited content and you're just trying to like not waste it. Honestly, man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like a revolver. You know what I mean? When I run out of bullets, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you do always like to leave after six jokes. You're like, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go. Maybe he. I, I always thought Ed had a Glock, but I guess he has a Magnum. Oh, the different amount of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my six jokes. That oh, okay. Sean was killing. Sean was killing before he started recording, and he just wasted all the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> seem more like a BB gun there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not sure if that's gonna pierce any armor there. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like BB gun jokes are like the ones that you go. Huh. <laughs> it's the stuff. It's the stuff we see like on TikTok and Instagram. It just makes you breathe heavily through your nose. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. that was a humor. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, Sean, you were saying something about how you wanted to apologize to drake want to apologize Aubrey. to my man drake uh give he's some a, a close personal friend of a guy i've done improv with a couple times we went to the same school he has a picture of him so obviously drake knows about me somehow but i said drake's three songs wait, that came wait, out wait, what wait what was that all about i don't know i don't know you guys know zach right no which that uh is it his name zach zach and aaron this is your close friend? <laughs> no, I said <laughs> I said Drake was his close friend, and then I did improv with him a couple times. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, Zach Summers? Yeah. They were he the, knows Drake? They were in the same grade at uh, Forest Hill. Wow. What? Yeah. Were they friends? Uh, I don't know. I guess everyone's saying that they're friends now. No, they were in some club Everyone that together. Gave him a fucking, so like, Zach lead has like a picture like, yeah, 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 of him, and Drake is also on this picture, and a bunch of other people. Some like it was in like a school newspaper. Oh. Wait, now I'm more surprised. Zach went, went to a Forest Hill. Jack Zach's Jewish. He lived in that area. Oh my god, damn! He must be loaded. Okay, we probably shouldn't dox him. We shouldn't blow. We shouldn't blow up his spot. You know what I mean? What is his address, though, for people that are like wondering? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Tell him we got a great business opportunity for him, okay? Yeah. Uh -huh. How it works is he finds two customers, right? And those two customers find two other customers. I like that you didn't even explain the product before pitching the scheme. No, Products no, no. Don't, just, product doesn't even matter. Product, product doesn't even matter. You product. just need to find customers. That's right. the most important part. You know what and I mean? And what do you tell him? What do you tell him? You just tell him, hey, listen, find two customers. <laughs> find right? two more, okay. And then right, right. <laughs> those two customers. Ever heard of exponents? Two mm -hmm. to three? You got eight. Heard of them. Let me write this down. Exponents. Yeah, Google that. This is business I know what I'll have to Google. I know what it is. This is yeah. business 101 and grade nine math. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, there are a lot of overlap between business 101 and grade <laughs> nine math. I don't know if you guys know. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that you went to school with Drake. That is a flex. That is a flex. I mean, is it a flex or it's kind of like bad too? 
Because then everybody's just going to be comparing you two. Where they're like, oh, look at Drake. Look at you. No, no, that's a flex, man. I, 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 think was, they, I was they, near they, Aubrey when it, back when he called himself Aubrey. You know what I mean? I think they kind the of made fun of him a little bit because he was like the kid in the wheelchair, right? In Degrassi, so... Like he, no, he was I don't think he was TV. popular in school. He was still on TV. Yeah, but I guess his character was kind of lame, right? So, was he? I, I don't know. I've never seen the show, but that's just what okay. kind of what I heard from what Zach oh. told me. I don't know. You know what? My old coworker, he was also in the same class as Drake. No, seriously, I know someone. His name is Malad. I don't want to dox him, so that's all I'll say about him. But he we're just gonna put their addresses right here. But that's a very unique name as well. I just think it'd be easy to find someone with that name. Just say his first and last name and his place of occupation, like his place of business. There's there's a lot of Malads out there. Okay, it's a Persian name. I'm sure there's a lot of Persian guys named Malad. Fuck, I just revealed he's Persian. Great. But anyway, (laughs) like, um, yeah. But apparently, he went to the same class. They had a few classes in common, and. uh, Apparently Drake was one of like the bad kids, dude. He'd just sit in the back of the class with his boys and just like would not, would not pay attention. With his his all. boys, little Wayne and yes. is it Birdman and like all those. Yeah. That's right. They Toronto all went natives. to school together. They all went to school for his hill. <clears throat> yeah, Lil Wayne. It was strange because Lil Wayne was thirty at the time, hanging <laughs> out with an eighteen-year-old. Listen, and Birdman was probably rough. in his 30, late 30s. Birdman was in his 60s. Listen, those exams were rough, okay? Yeah. It's not uncommon for people to repeat some grades. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Lowen kept saying, Moolah, baby. <laughs> and she's like, that's not the answer. Sit down. <laughs> Young money. Can anyone answer this math question? Amelie, 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 Amelie. <laughs> That's his answer for every math question. <laughs> Millie. Mm. Oh, man. What was up with that guitar phase he went through? You know what I mean? He had like an electric guitar on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, well, that he, song he was did, fire. He did Drop the World, right? Was that Drop the World? He did that song with that white guy, didn't he? So. I'm a like, let it rock, let it, it rock. Oh, let it rock. Yeah, that one was really good, too. Like a pop rock song, mm-hmm. I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he was great. Do you remember when like Lollipop came out and like that was like the only song like that anyone was yeah. listening to? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really care for it that much. Oh, but no? um it was very popular. And it, you know what other song had a similar effect? Candy mm. Shop by mm-hmm. 50 Cent. That I swear to god in my neighborhood every Indian dude with a Honda Civic was blasting that through the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rolled down the windows and blast that stuff because of the heavy bass in it. It was like the perfect song to blast when you souped up your car radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, know, that it wasn't actually about a candy shop. That There was some double innuendos going on there. What was it about? No, it was, it was about, like, chocolates mm-hmm. and, like, treats and stuff. No, no. That was about Pierre Rocher. I don't even think they were there at the time. It was, it's, it's about sex, dude. Next, you're going to tell me Magic Stick wasn't about Harry Potter. <laughs> you saw that right he was doing a cross promo with the new harry potter movie imagine if magic stick was part of the harry potter soundtrack <laughs> the music video is like a diagon alley 
<laughs> the prisoner of Azkaban. I got the magic stick. Oh shit, Harry! <laughs> but you're telling me, uh, you're telling me, you wouldn't love a Harry Potter movie where Harry just goes, "I'm gonna take on Voldemort," and it's just go. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there any black kids in Harry Potter? There's one. Is there one? They checked the box. They yeah. checked the box. There they was like one. That... <laughs> it was like that one Asian girl that was in Harry Potter. Oh, you mean Cho Chang? Oh yeah. <laughs> the name that's two last names from two different Asian countries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cho Chang. Got it. Yeah. In a, in a in a world where people are named Gilderoy Lockhart, right? Yeah. And what, what should we name the Asian character? Uh, let's drop some pennies in a jar. Up, oh, Cho Chang, we got it. I heard Cho they Chang. were gonna originally name her China Korea, but they thought that was too on the nose. <laughs> you know what? I would have liked that. You know what I mean? That's a uh, at least that's that's different. But Cho Chang just sounds racist. It's like, <laughs> hey, Cho Chang. <laughs> Hey, it doesn't Joe sound like a real on? name. Like it sounds, sounds like a like rapper's a name. And what? The, the, there's two brown twins. Were there mean? two brown twins in Harry yeah. Potter? Yeah. Yeah, they were named Goat Curry. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're Goat Curry and Chicken Curry. And I was like, what is I'm Goat. Fucking- I'm Curry. <laughs> what's What's better to be named Goat or Curry? They both seem both pretty bad. Goat seems kind of cool now in hindsight. Oh yeah, goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it works. Now yeah, it works. Now it works. Curry's not the Curry's not the one. <laughs> Maybe if your last name is Steph, you can kind of be like flip it around. Curry Steph. Curry Steph with the shot, boy. Yeah, but those first ten years were tough to get through for both of them. I'm guessing it was rough. It was rough in the halls of Hogwarts for mm-hmm. those two. You know, and- as I said before the pod, before we started recording, I watched Titanic on a very late night, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, and as I watched it, I realized that there is no, and I guess obviously it takes place in like 1912 or 1914, but there's no black people, no no brown people, no Asian people. It's a fully white film. The darkest person you'll see is Jack's best friend, who's Italian. And other than that, it's like, it's just all fully white. Well, Italians are people of color. Yes, true. Yeah. But still, it's just very no, I'm, I'm like as a person that. who has a lot more color than an Italian guy. It's I mean, just, yeah, like, no, super, like Super Mario was the first POC video game character. I don't know if you know, really not Donkey that. Kong was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go near that one. I'm not even That's, gonna go near. Sean, that you know what? You that joke is yours, and you can keep <laughs> it, and you can do what you want with it. Well, Mario did in Donkey it. Kong, right? So. Yoshi was the first Asian character, so you know what? That <laughs> Super true. Mario franchise was very forward-thinking. It was groundbreaking at the time. Of course. Yeah, of course. it was. It was. They called it that generation's Eternals, because there were just people of every race. You know, it was the original Eternals. Yeah. It was the original Eternals. I don't <laughs> think I could name a, a, a video game with a brown protagonist in it. Um. Well, Uncharted. But everyone except the main characters or supporting characters. Oh yeah, that's kind of how video games like that work, right? <laughs> Fa- like, uh, what was it? Far Cry, except for the main character and the supporting characters. Mm. Yeah, it's like um, it's like the Last Samurai kind of, you know, but game version where it's like the main guy's white, the love interest is that race, 
Uh, and then all the, the bad guys. Samurai. That Tom Cruise was like. Ed, was that your Oscar nominee? Like, was that your? Was that a, was that a groundbreaking movie for you the first time you saw that? Dude, The Last Samurai was the parasite of its times. Why, Sean? Tell me why. <laughs> I would love to hear this justification. Because you know, masterful uh, movie making, uh, cinematography's on point. It really introduced North American audiences to an Asian culture and just really showed the world how important it is to have white saviors because they just go in there and they get the job done. That's very true. Very true. You know what? And it 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 emphasized, you know what? Hey, listen, white male, Asian female relationships, you know, it's it's it spans history. Okay. And, and you know what? It's okay. Fight it. And it's okay. Cause I see a lot of hate against them. And for once, I'm glad they get a victory. <laughs> we all need a W. Yeah, with the... it, you know what was a good movie yeah. though? Uh yeah. with like white people in Japan. It was called um it was with Andrew Garfield and Silence. Um, Silence. This that guy was a wild movie. I this guy seen is that. IMDb. Jesus Christ. From he one... didn't even see it and he knows more than me about it. <laughs> But yeah, it's about like these two Christian missionaries from Italy. They go to Japan to be to spread the gospel, mm -hmm. and like, is this modern times? Like, is it in modern times? No, it's no. Not. Oh no, way better. It's a throwback. Okay, okay. A, they actually it's wrote like TBT. They actually wrote TBT in the beginning. <laughs> wow. Okay, it yeah. was released on a Thursday, right? It was on the. <laughs> yeah, they only showed it on Thursdays. Actually, wow, it's a and strange it was... marketing strategy. But and the title card said uh, uh, "Silence hashtag TBT." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just the just because you, otherwise you wouldn't know that it's not a modern time. Right. Right. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it just shows like like back then like cat like Catholicism was like like the taboo religion. It's just like if the emperor like found out there was some practicing Catholics in Japan, they went they like sought out sought them out, put them in jail, and killed them in front of each other and stuff. It was fucking wild, man. It, I really recommend it. Silence. Very good. Mm -hmm. That was but, on uh, my uh, Netflix list for so long, but it was such a long film. I never had time to watch it. It was wild. It was wild. It just it, it felt like it felt like a samurai movie combined with like a typical Hollywood movie with white people. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it was cool. Really well done, and I feel like they really did justice to the Japanese people and mm. the culture back then. You know what I mean? Right. They didn't show them as like totally good or totally evil they're just people you know what i mean that's what i like about it. Mm -hmm. even though the movie does end technically with a white male asian female relationship i let that slide again, I let that slide because again <laughs> they've been through enough they've been through enough. <laughs> they've been through horrible horrible situations and i'm glad to see it's working out for them yeah yeah exactly and you know what i mean it's it's trying to say that you know this is this is normal guys it's happened yeah. in the past it's gonna happen in the present. It's gonna happen in the future. Okay? Normalize it. Yeah. Normalize it. Hashtag and I'm just so it. sick of just seeing Asian men. No offense, Ed, and white women. Just every movie I see, yeah. it's just yeah. It's it's pervasive. It's just everywhere. It's like we get it. We get okay? it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Self hating. It's funny how, or not funny, but interesting how they will always have like Asian men with white women, but you never see in films or not not like. I guess now you kind of do, but in the past, like you never see like black men with white women. Black men with white women. What about heroes? 
the show Heroes on NBC. Yeah. Black guy with the alley larder. Although, apparently that set was problematic. <laughs> <laughs> because they killed him off by him getting shot. But it didn't make sense because his power was to have objects pass through it. What the hell? They just, they just really weren't going for it. They're like, we gotta get rid that, of. That's him. literally what happened because his co-star, he wasn't vibing with his co-star. Apparently, the white woman, Allie Larder, uh-huh. I believe, and she was like, "Yeah, fuck him. I hate him. Just kill him off. Just kill him off." Wow. And they did. They did. And he just couldn't say anything about it. And we all learned this. Like, I think we he wrote an article last year that discussed it. So, wow. But hey, you know what? It's still a W. Black man, white woman, really should. <laughs> Progress has been made. Yeah. Progress has been made. I feel like it's much more common now. Like now you see it a yeah, lot. Yeah, for, sure. um, for sure. Which is cool. Um, oh, oh, yeah. But as I was saying, like uh, you, you definitely don't see Asian males depicted positively nowadays. You know what I mean? I mean, there's crazy rich Asians, sure, but do you ever see like an Asian male? Well, Steven Yeun was like the only one like that you even. Yes. Like, that's the first, and that's why that was such like a historic moment, right? On Walking Dead, when that yeah. happened, everyone was freaking out. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I was on Twitter back then, because I I I bet it, Twitter was blowing up. Like yeah. what? What? Ed, what, is, what am I watching? Me, Ed would have come to me like, "Yo, th- this shit doing numbers." And there would have been two <laughs> likes, and one of them would have been from me. <laughs> Wait, what? I've never seen The Walking Dead. So what's with it? What's uh? No, because like you know Stephen Yoon, <laughs> should do it numbers. I know you got that joke from somewhere else. I saw it's that from joke. A meme. It's from a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> yeah, they should do it numbers. One retweet. <laughs> it's my ad, so he gets it back on his page. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I think that's every time I get two likes on a tweet. <laughs> oh damn! I'm blowing up. Oh shit! This is it. This is it. This is where I go. <laughs> At three likes, I'm gonna pin this shit. No. Have it's, you ever uh... pinned something? Where... <laughs> You know what? I came close. I came close to pinning a tweet that had 15 likes on it. I pinned a tweet that had five likes on it. And then I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? So uh, does anyone want me to sell some bedroom lights? Uh... How about those vibrators, those purple vibrators that they keep selling? They're selling vibrators? Yeah, they always sell those. Anyway, Sean's Sean's gonna, but this is a really like Twitter specific joke. I this is a deep Twitter dig. Yeah, it's a deep cut. But uh, no, what was saying? Oh yeah, Stephen Yoon. He was on Walking Dead, right? And he, they made his love interest a white woman, uh-huh. and the white woman was into him, and she, he was into her, and that was it. That was the relationship, and it may not be a big deal to most people, but for me personally, when I saw that, I'm like. Holy shit, in a show about zombies that ravaged the earth, this was the most shocking moment of this whole series. And to be honest, the most unrealistic. (laughs) (laughs) I think the zombie apocalypse is more likely, if anything, right? It received a lot of backlash where people are like, so anything could happen in this show now. I guess people are going to start flying. Oh, so I guess we're not, uh, you know, doing grounded writing anymore. <laughs> Just, I guess anything goes. Okay. No, it's, uh, no, it, it, it was funny because, like, Stephen Yeun was, like, one of the first positive representation of Asian males. Like, Stephen Yeun's character, he wasn't a nerd. He wasn't, like, an awkward, asexual 
martial artist. He was just a dude. He was like and the best I part of that show, that. honestly. I, I, I don't know if it was just me. Actually, I don't think it was just me, but I stopped watching after he died. Like, yeah. I, think a, I think there was a huge drop on people, like, stop watching. Because he was, like, yeah. the best part of that show, pretty much. Yeah, like, honestly, there are so many characters more interesting than Rick Grimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Or Carl. 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 Yeah. Um, speaking of interesting characters, though. Uh-oh. Let's go into the movie of this week. Because this one is filled with interesting and complex characters. It won an Oscar. Ever heard of it? Heard of it? Seen it? Met him? Met no him? The Oscar? She met Oscar? Great <laughs> the guy. Oscar? Great guy. Great guy. Knew Drake when he was a kid. No <laughs> Madland. Uh, first of all, Sean, when you pitched this movie yeah. for us to do, you said this is a, the feel good movie of the year. That's what you said. That's absolutely what I said. Yeah. yeah. I quote, you said, this summer's hottest comedy, Nomadland. If you like super bad, you're going to love Nomadland. I was just going to make a joke about it being compared to super bad. Like, I was this, I was, next thing I was going to say was super bad. Group mind. Mm-hmm. Group mind. Um, you it feel wasn't. like Francis McDormand is like the Michael Sarah of this film? Uh, I, I'd say yes. <laughs> I mean, if there had to be one, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think she's probably the closest out of anyone else in this movie. Um, I'd say the van is like Seth Rogen. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Mick? Fine, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, sure. Sure part. Sure, sure. What did you guys think of this movie? You know what? I I liked it. It was very interesting. Uh, to like see about the to learn more more about this nomad community, mm-hmm. you know, and people who just have no fixed address, they just go temporary seasonal gig to seasonal gig, and that's just their life. Very interesting. Yeah. Have you guys seen? There's like a documentary on Vice about people that live in the desert. They live in like the salt salt, uh. Like, I forgot what it's called, but like the salt plains or salt whatever. Salt flats or something? The or... salt flats, exactly. And they just live there and they're just like nomads. They go from place to place. Oh, so like, but yeah, I know what you're talking Like, the ground looks like my skin after I step out of the shower. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all like cracked up and shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. but so this, so I've seen that stuff before, but like, I really like this movie. I thought it was cool. Um, it wasn't the comedy that Sean had pitched, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. They said this was supposed to be like a raunchy teen comedy, yeah. you know, a la American Pie. Yeah. Sean said, he said George Lopez was great in it. And I kept waiting. <laughs> he said, George Lopez steals the show. And I kept waiting and I didn't see him once. He was her love interest, I thought. No. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. That was George Lopez. Wow. Wow, makeup is crazy. What a transformative performance. Oh, I just thought of George Lopez's head inside of a bucket of ice because we watched the tax collector. Mm-hmm. That's the last thought I have of George Lopez. Yeah, tax collector. That, that literally like got deleted from my memory. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Great Shall movie, watch. though. Great movie. Shy uh, Just a side bit of uh, if you're ever traveling 
and you need somewhere to like you need to stay in your car van or whatever you can always uh sleep over in a walmart parking lot they do not kick you out they allow rvs and whatever to just park in their parking lot overnight really just so you know um i like this film i didn't love it but i did watch it like this afternoon and i i liked it but i don't think i'll ever watch it again i don't think this is um a movie that you watch like you know you're not gonna say i'm bored let's put put in no man then you know there's so there's so many quotable lines like what like hey uh my husband died okay oh it was good <laughs> the classic yeah classic. i think i i think i see that on the next time play uh <laughs> time play question what about that thirst trap scene huh what thirst trap scene the thirst trap scene you guys don't remember it mm, was this like an after credits kind of thing no or? when she's uh she's floating down the river naked I actually, I really like that scene. And I know what you're going to think. You're going to think it's because, oh, a naked woman's on screen. No, I really liked it because there was something so natural and beautiful to it and, like, real. And it was, like, a woman who is just out there alone getting by. And it was just such a serene scene. I really, really like that scene. And yet you call it the thirst traps <laughs> yo man <laughs> sean sean is like sean is like 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 a player who has like who's like trying to have a sensitive side <laughs> yeah. and it's just what she's describing is she, she's just like she's floating in the ocean and she's relieving herself of all the stresses in life and those t- like he's just like he just can't let it <laughs> And damn that body. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it was. It was. I. I like seeing that guy that was in Born. I hated him in Born's uh, Ultimatum, but glad to see he's he's doing okay. Uh, the old guy. The old guy. Oh, he was in Born Ultimatum. Yeah, he was the main bad guy in Born Ultimatum. Maybe he was playing the same character. I think he was. I think that's a canon. You mean her love interest? Which old guy? Yeah, her love interest. I don't remember him. I've only seen Born Ultimatum once, though. Mm-hmm. It's good. Imagine, imagine like that guy just like gets a bullet through his head, and you just cut to Matt Damon <laughs> with like a sniper rifle. <laughs> Do you like that's a fucking <laughs> <anti-racist>. <laughs> um, Hey, do you, do you guys think you could do that lifestyle, just like living in a van? How long do you think you can go for? Uh, when I went to Hawaii, I lived in a van for two weeks. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, How was it that? was a lot of fun. Were you rock climbing? The whole island. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I don't know if I could do that <laughs> in a cold climate because that would be horrible. Yeah, I had a friend of mine that lived in a van uh, all year round in Toronto <laughs> and uh, the winters were horrible for him. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. How, how, what yeah. were you doing for the two weeks? Were you like rock climbing? Uh, no, we we're just traveling around. So we went to all the little cities in Hawaii. We were, what island we're on? I think it was Maui. Uh, so we went to all the little cities, a bunch of beaches. Like we drove around the entire island, lived in the van. It was so cool. Wow, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think I could do that, man. I could do it for like a week or two weeks tops, and I'm like, all right, that's enough. Two weeks? I don't think I could last two weeks. Maybe yeah. like a week. It's just like <laughs> I feel like shitting in buckets will get so old. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you can always... I guess it depends where you go. Like, you could always go to shit at a gas station and stuff like that. And when I was in that van for two weeks, um, I guess because you're traveling, you're not eating as much, so you're not pooping as much either. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just so inconvenient, though. You know what I mean? Because, like, again, like, you have to, like, eat in your van, and I know they have, like, little tables and stuff, but, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. at some point it'll get so old. Like, dude, fuck this. I want to be able to shower whenever I want, eat whenever I want. Oh, I think I went I like want. I went probably six or seven days without showering. I was eating so oh little. God. I probably pooped once every two days. But it Is was that healthy? Awesome. Well, I mean, he couldn't help it because he was barely eating. Oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just so, holding it in for, for two days well, you're, you're not shitting three times a day that's like not me? safe um <clears throat> it was crazy watching this film i had no idea there was a whole like community of like nomadic people that live in vans and just roam around the u.s yeah yeah, yeah it's, I, I, I wonder how they're doing right now it's yeah. interesting like in this film a lot of those people weren't actors like her, the woman who had cancer, she she's not an actor. She's an actual nomadic person. So a lot of this stuff, I watched a couple of interviews with the, the director and that woman, a lot of the stuff she was saying was from her actual life. Like she doesn't have cancer, but a lot of the other things she was saying, it, it's really her story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the guy at the end, um, Bill, or what was his name, Bob? The guy with the beard who looks like Santa Claus. He's yeah. not an actor either. He's like a real uh, YouTuber. Who uh who makes these like videos about like surviving and stuff like that? I've messaged him to try to come on our pod. Um, oh okay. Yeah, he sent me cease and desist. Um, <laughs> from a message, just from one message. This is extreme. Message. <laughs> Jesus. He just said, "Hey, sup." I said, "Hey, what's up?" He contacted his lawyer immediately, and his lawyer said, "Jeez, like this, this brown man's messaging me. I don't like it that yeah. much." <laughs> I, the worst honest. part was he was my favorite character in the movie, but <laughs> extremely rude. You know, my favorite character was the, um, I don't know if he was a teenager or not, but the guy mm-hmm. she gave a cigarette to, and then she met him again later in the film, because he looked, the second time she met him, he looked so fucking high. He looked just like, he was on cloud nine. His eyes were like fully red. He, I was like, such a vibe. He had such an interesting way of talking, didn't he? Yeah. Like. I, I, I don't know, like, I found it really appealing, almost. Like, his voice came out like molasses. <laughs> and I've never described a man's voice like that. <laughs> but it did. Stole the show for you. It, it was a scene stealer. I wanted that lighter with Dinosaur Bone. What did they tell <laughs> me? Dinosaur Bone! You know, you know what? You know, this, you know who came out, of, came out a winner from this movie? I'll tell you who. Jeff Bezos. Okay. Yep. What a great guy, giving employment to all these nomadic people. You know, he's so generous mm-hmm. and so charitable. Like, Jeff, he's a... Honestly, I've never met him, but he seems like a great dude. Yeah. Great dude. And great cameo in that movie. Oh, he appeared in the movie. Yeah, yeah oh, you didn't see. He was the guy when she was cleaning the bathroom, and he went in and just peed, and he didn't want to get out. And that, was Jeff. Oh. that was Jeff. Oh. That was Jeff. He insisted on that being his role for the movie. And he was like, he I just have wanted to whip to... out my penis. That's that's the role that I was yeah. born for. Yeah. And... Even though they weren't at the Amazon facility in that scene. No, no. 
but that was still a Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, playing himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it. it's just it just kind of shows you what kind of grounded dude he is, you know? <laughs> He's just like you and me. Yep. How did they get the rights to Amazon? Like, how did they, like, how did Amazon allow them to? I think to... this film was partially produced by Amazon Studios. Oh, oh. But, like, the thing is, Amazon doesn't come out like a hero throughout the whole thing. What? I don't think so. Okay, they come off better than they are, but they don't come off like, like, the people that are doing these jobs are still, like, struggling, you know? Yeah, but it's, I don't know, I guess from what I remember the film, She's struggling, and it's her choice, right? Because she's yeah. just going there for like it seems like she's going to work there for like a month or so. But oh, no uh, character how... ever says anything bad about Amazon mm-hmm. or anything negative at all. No, it's yeah. because like it was seasonal. It's because of the Christmas season. Yeah. So like Amazon had to hire like they do this. They make temporary positions like seasonal workers, right? Right. And, right. And part of these want to let you know I might have an endorsement with Amazon, so that's why I'm not allowed to, uh, you know. Well, then I apologize, because I want in on that endorsement. What are we oh. selling? Hey, listen, Amazon, great company, super great. charitable. Mm-hmm. And I get all my stuff from there. All of everything. Yeah, there were three mom and pop shops beside my house <laughs> that used to rely on like our, the, like our business and yeah. like the building I'm in. And we said no, and they're all gone. We don't know where they went. And you know what? Time. It's like it's super unsafe for local businesses like that to stay open during COVID. But like for an Amazon factory with like seven thousand workers, like that's that's fine, you know? It's- yeah, yeah. And they were, you know, I knew them most of my life. And <laughs> as soon as Amazon lowered the prices two dollars for their products, we said sorry, bozos. Start packing. Well, one of yeah, them was your godparents, right? At one of the stores. Yeah, that's right. They were related to me. I think they became nomads actually because of that. Yeah. <laughs> they just bought a van. You know, and now they up work up. at Amazon. Yeah. It's the circle of life. It's beautiful. Hey, Jeff, thanks. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we say that enough, but Jeff Bezos, thank you, man. Great guy. Yeah. I Yo, owe a lot what, to him. What, what did that other, that, that other woman was, who was in the film that was talking about pooping in different size buckets? She said she like, she has a Prius and she's living in that? Is that what am I remembering yeah. it correctly? Yeah, that's what that's she said. That's fucked. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Your whole life in a Prius? Yikes. Not even an SUV. Not even the yeah. SUV version of the Prius. Yeah. I mean there's great mileage, but you know. <laughs> great mileage. <laughs> I f- I feel like Prius is actually inefficient in areas like that. Because it's no electricity, right? Like, well, it's also because like Priuses, they're more, they have great mileage in stop and go traffic, like cities and stuff. That's where you get your money. But right. in like, just like you know, open roads, I'm not sure if you're really saving a lot by driving. I, a Prius. I just want to put it out there. You're kind That's of right. sounding like a climate denier, Ed. You don't want to <laughs> hybrid cars to do well everywhere. I'm just yeah. putting it out there. Yeah, that's not okay. Ed, Ed, if it wasn't for climate change, that shirt you're wearing would have been an iceberg. All right? But look at it now. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful Japanese waves. I love the visual gag. I love it. I love it. I love it. No, no, guys. Like, me saying a Prius isn't good for that situation is actually me being in support of the environment. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it's probably, you could probably find a more fuel-efficient car than a Prius in that specific situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Supply and demand, right, Sean? Like create low supply or create low demand 
So the company will just have so much supply and then they won't make those cars again. Great job, Ed. Okay, you know what? Fine, fine. Blindly drive a Prius, no matter what the situation, (laughs) and pretend you're saving the earth, okay? (laughs) All right, fine. I'll take the L. I'll Mm -hmm. take the L, Mm -hmm. all right? It is actually a terrible idea, though. I do agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, yeah. They actually did like an episode like Top Gear, like uh, that car show with the British host or whatever. Yeah, they did the experiment. Like they drove like a hybrid car and just like a normal sedan in a on a racetrack, just the open racetrack. They just made it constantly drive, constantly drive, right in circles. And the Prius actually burned more gas than the sedan. The thing is, Top Gear is very, very biased towards against electric vehicles. Like I don't know if that you know true. this. Like that is true. Like the whole Tesla thing that happened. If you saw that. Um, where they made a Tesla, they, they did the same thing with the laps and they showed the Tesla, Tesla like fucking up and like, oh, we couldn't drive it anymore. But then Tesla, since they have like, it records everything. They're like, no, it didn't mess oh, up. Shit, I remember that. Like you guys are lying. And then they had to issue an apology after that. Oh, damn. Cut in 4k. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Well, so, like in that Prius experiment, they weren't saying Prius hybrids are bad. They were mm-hmm. saying it depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. Because it is yeah. like like low, like you're saying, right? Like when it's low speed, then the battery carries it. Um, and then when it's high speed, then it has to go yeah. to the fuel. Right. It's like how um, Andy takes down Dwight because uh, he uses uh, the battery to sneak up on him because it's going under 40 kilometers. A little office trivia. Oh my god. <laughs> We're referencing the office now. For facts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a very specific reference too. Mm-hmm. I just I just clocked that. I was like, what so, the you guys <laughs> think that this film deserved to win best picture of the year? Um <laughs> I'm going to say no. I like Minari better, and I like Judas and the Black Messiah better. And I forgot what the other nominees were, but... Sound yeah, those... of Metal? I haven't seen um, Sound of Metal. Yeah, and The Father. I haven't seen The Father. But I can tell you right now, Judas and the Black Messiah was way better, way more impactful, and it was like... It just seemed like a way more important movie to watch, because in, in retrospect, like, this movie, No Man Land, it's it's a white bummer. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a, that's another category of movie. White bummer. It's just white people being sad. It's like we've seen this movie. You know what I mean? Listen, like you white people out there, I, I'm. You guys are great. You know, I I know you're sad, but come on, this is a white bummer film, and we've seen it before. I'd rather see Judas the Black Messiah about the FBI infiltrating the Black Panthers, which actually happened. It seems like it just seems like a more important film to the times. Was you know it what more I mean? enjoyable? Did you have more fun watching that? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. It was like, it. it was really snappy dialogue too, really quick. And it was well-paced. And they even had like, you know, the son of the Black Panther founder to like consult on the film to mm-hmm. make it like authentic. Right, right. But that okay. was, if you, after you watch Judas and the Black Messiah, you'll think, why the fuck? How, did, how the fuck did Nomadland win? You know what I mean? I, I haven't seen that movie. Um, I want to watch it. I've seen Minari. And I would say overall, I probably enjoyed Minari a little more than this. Yeah, um, even Minari I, I like better. Yeah, I haven't seen Sound of Metal because you've told me you don't like to watch movies with 
South Asian protagonist. So then I didn't want to watch it. Oh, like, what, are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did I say? Well, remember that? when we were like, do you want to watch Sound of Metal? And you're like, nope. That's all I said. Nope. Yeah, you said nope. And then I said, why? And then you just, you sent me a picture of Riz Ahmed and you're like, look at him. And I was like, <laughs> wow. No. Okay. Clarify that you're joking. Okay. Guys, that sounds so bad. I, so I just want to I want to vouch for Ed that he did watch the White Tiger and he yeah. reviewed it with us. Mm-hmm. He liked the film, but at the end he did say he wished it was about white people. Yeah, he did say that. Um but it's okay and everybody has different uh opinions like the Oscar Academy at Nomadland, you know, like brown people and it's just like uh <laughs> I I I think um Oh my god. Should I just join the academy? Like the actual film academy? <laughs> you would probably like... raise its diversity by like five percent if you join. So <laughs> it might be worth it. Um but no, I I think this was a really good movie. Did it win the Oz deserve to win the Oscar? Uh eh, maybe not. But um nah, whatever. It's not so bad. I like the director's uh Asian American person of color woman, so shout out to her. You know, she was she was born in China and lived there. And mm-hmm. apparently, like, I don't know if it was a couple years ago or a decade ago, she made some comments about the CCP. She and, made some recently as well. Oh, yeah? yeah. I just know in in China, when she won the Oscar the other day, they did not allow any social media or any news coverage of her win. Yeah. Which is fucked. I mean, that's, that's a CCP, dog. That's, yeah. That's... Uh... Well, yeah, it she was sucks. like, her statement was like, China is filled with like, like Chinese media is filled with lies or it's like all lies. Um, I mean, it's true. And then, yeah, like it was, it was weird. Cause like at first I don't think they knew about that. So they like praised her a lot. And then as soon as that came out that she did that, it was like gone. Like everything was just, uh, blocked out from there. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it's their loss, I guess. Right. Uh, the CCPs. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is the CCP's loss. <laughs> hey, they're taking L's all over the place. <laughs> CCP takes mad L's. <laughs> they 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 do take a few W's, which I'm not happy about. But yeah. they take mad L's. When they take L's, they take L's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, what's what's your guys' end review for Nomad Land? Nomad Land, seven out of ten. Seven. Okay, just straight up number. Okay, uh, Sean, what about you? <laughs> I'd give it Forgot three give and a half. Uh, old naked women floating down a river out of five. Wow. AKA okay. the thirst trap scene. Yeah, the thirst traps. Also, the most artistic <laughs> visual of the movie and poetic. Uh, yeah. I give it um, a seven and a half out of ten. So just straight up number two. Yeah, it is straight, straight up number. number. You know All what right, it was? That's fair. I couldn't think of an analogy fast enough. And that's the truth. <laughs> you did pause for a while there, though. <laughs> I did pause for a while, and I thought something would come to me. It did not. You know, it sucks when you, like, reach out into the ether and you just come up empty-handed, you know? It yeah. It happens to the best of us. And sometimes you come up with something that you were waiting for for a long time, but it's not what you expected. Like the Master of None trailer for season three. Let's go. I oh, have no. been so excited. He br- P-Man Brigade's three. back, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Ryan, you missed out. You missed out. <laughs> P-Man Brigade is doing great. 
man. All right, Marco, don't, if you're listening, you missed out too. Don't believe his lies. <laughs> we, we have thousands, thousands of members. There's dozens of us. They, they say he, they outnumber QAnon. <laughs> so they're, they're oh, rapidly God. growing. We, we're the QAnon for QAnon. Like, <laughs> what does that what? even mean? Like, we, you know, how QAnon is like obsessed with like pedos in the government. We're obsessed with the pedos in QAnon. That's what we're. <laughs> it's like Inception. Yeah. yeah. It's, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I sure hope no one's the QAnon to us because I'm good, but I don't know about the rest of the brigade. <laughs> I guess. I'm not a pedophile, but I can't speak for the rest of my co-hosts. <laughs> I love them, but they are sus as fuck. <laughs> you might want to look into their uh, Just browsers. to clarify, my thirst trap was a 60-year-old woman flowing down a river. Dude, you're like the opposite of a pedophile. You're yeah. like, what is the opposite of a pedophile? It's like old file or something? Yeah, yeah. Geriatric grave file? Grave digger. Grave digger. Grave digger. <laughs> I don't know what's so nah. weird. Like, dude, that's a monster truck. Okay, okay. like have some respect. <laughs> I've never. I, I want to see that a cult leader going up to the police and be like, "Yo, these guys are fucking crazy." <laughs> Not like the people in the cult. This is a cult leader. It's like, yo, they'll do anything. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah, Master of None. Master of None season three. Yes. Sean, you want to give the people some context? So. The last season, season two came out maybe like four or five years ago. Wow, that's been a while. I thought season one was fantastic. I thought season two was amazing. I waited so long for season three. And now, and I think like a, a new story broke a couple weeks ago that, oh, season three was happening. It's going to come out in May. But Denise, will, the story will feature Denise, who is uh, Dev's uh, black lesbian best friend in the show. Uh, mm -hmm. That the story will feature her heavily, and I was like, okay, that's all right. You know, Dev will still be in it. I, I guess the show will still be about Dev, and she'll just be in it more. And then the trailer comes out, and it's it's called like Master of None Presents, whatever the title of it is, like Loving Moments or whatever it is. And Denise is like, it's just a story about Denise, and she's in a relationship. You see Dev, uh, you you see him in one like second of the trailer and i'm like what the fuck this is like you said this was master of none and it's not and i i was so angry and upset just because i thought i was getting something and i'm getting something totally different mm -hmm. mm. yeah did, he, did, did anyone did he did uh uh what's it called z's ever like talk about like why the season's this way no, no, he didn't. They didn't even like talk about it, even Master of None season three coming out until like they just dropped it now, um, or like dropped the trailer now. I was bummed because like, yo, this is the only show where with like a brown lead, with like a like show with like brown people in it. Um, there's shows with like brown female leads, but there's no shows with brown male leads uh, besides this show. That's not like cliche or stereotypical as fuck. So, like, what about that Chuck Lore show? And that's what I'm waiting for. So, I really hope that comes out. <laughs> what is that show called? Uh, Chuck no Lore, idea. you are not out of all the people that are welcomed on our podcast. You are not. I'm sorry if you guys Chuck don't Lore know. Is banned. Is it Chuck Lore? Is it Chuck Lori? Chuck Lori, I think it's Chuck Lori. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, Chuck Lore. yeah, Chuck Lori. I'm gonna call him Chuck Lore as disrespect. Chuck Lore, you're. Not we welcome. See a thing with anger. 
<laughs> if you guys don't know, he made a TV show that's coming out that's about... United States of Al. So with a name like that, you know it's going to be good. It's about um, an Afghanistani translator who comes to America. And it's like a sitcom. Like a fish out of water. It's like, a fish out of water. Hey, he's brown. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The we had Wi-Fi. So, like, I, thought the, I thought the trailer was a parody. I thought it was like satire. I'm like, well, no, this is an actual show. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. What's the name of the show again? United, United States, States of, of Al. Al. There were people that passed through how many passes where they're like, yeah, this is good. It's it like, looks so bad. So bad. It looks like an SNL parody of yes. a Chuck Lorre show. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so... every Everything is like, I'm from Afghanistan. We hug here. And it's like, it's just like... You yelled at your father. Where I'm from, you'd be, you'd be uh, you know, hit for that or something. Like yeah. That. It's oh, just... God. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, no defense of that one. But I'm, I'm you know, at least... At least it's got a brown protagonist, and I will watch every episode. Um, <laughs> but you're not because Master of None is not. Just, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, so besides that, which is a classic, is going to be a classic. Obviously, Master of None season three was the only thing that we had, um, and now we don't even have that. So that sucks. Um, and Denise was a cool character, but yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Um, yeah, I'm all for Denise having. Or not even Denise, the character. I'm all, I'm all for a show starring a black female lead who's gay, who's in a relationship with another woman. I'm all for that, and I would watch that show. But this show was called Master of None. And it, it just played on my heartstrings. Uh, just it coming back, and just before this trailer came out. And I want to see Dev, and I want to see his story continued. Especially mm -hmm. after the the cliffhanger of the second season like what the fuck and now yeah, i'm just going gonna to watch Italy, someone yeah. else's story like oh the one caveat i find in this is that aziz is directing every episode and the directing looks awesome so maybe he'll win another em or an emmy for that but like come on it's just like that's all we had dog you got to give us something we hungry you yeah. know yeah. What, do you, what do you think about this, Ed? Have you watched the previous series, Master None? I did. I really liked season one, but I didn't really enjoy season two as much, though. But I still liked it overall, and I was also bummed. Too. I thought, oh, like, I, I was more so excited, like, because it meant, oh, Aziz is coming back, yeah, like yeah. in show business, like, for, like much less the show. I'm glad the show's coming back, but Aziz is back. Mm -hmm. But then I find out this, you know, this like snafu. I'm like. So, like, what's going on with Aziz then? You know what I mean? It's like, is he... He's been so quiet the last, like, during the whole pandemic. We didn't hear a peep out of him. So you have to wonder, like, what's his kind of, like, plan for the future? Like, are you ever... Are you ever going to do stand-up again? Are you going to produce movies again? Are you going to star in stuff again? Like, who knows what his plan is, right? I, and I don't want to just see him behind the camera. Like, I want to see him in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, he was huge. And as someone who kind of looks like him, I was huge. I could, I could, I could do anything I wanted to and blame it on Aziz. <laughs> yeah. And now I have nothing. Yeah. People yeah. aren't going to be saying Denise under my comments. <laughs> they're they're going to be looking at you, Partha, on the street and be like, this guy looks like a director. 
Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. This guy is definitely not on screen talent, but he's talent. <laughs> he's talent, but not on screen talent. He's got this guy is definitely developing something for the last four or five years that he hasn't released yet. This guy probably has a massive portfolio. Yeah, I can feel guy. that. Damn, did you make a student film recently? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a bummer. You, you honestly think this is because like Aziz is afraid of what the public will think of like, oh, this guy's trying to come back. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. He's afraid people are trying to recancel him. Like, how dare you show your face? I think it's either that, like, he's afraid there'll be backlash, or he just doesn't have anything that he wants to say for his story for season three. And he thinks I'll give my friend this show because she could have her voice heard. And it's already a name brand because everyone knows the name. It's like one of Netflix's. It's like a pretty big show for Netflix. So I, it's, it's one of those two things. I don't think it's the second one, man. Like, I don't think he doesn't have ideas. It's because it's him and um, his writing partner. What's his name? Well, Alan. he said, like, Alan after Yen. season two, Alan he said, Yen. oh, I need to live a lot more to get more experiences, right? Like, I don't know what He's I He's been write. living. He's been living. Like, do you think it's likely that Netflix would, or any any streamer or whatnot, would have a show about two black lesbians? Like, that show is not going to be made for a long time, other than, I like, think, I, I honestly, I think... She, I forget what's her name. Uh, Lena, some Lena White or something. Or she has her own show. What are you talking about? The the actress who plays Denise. Oh, she has her own show. Yeah, she made her own show, um, on Amazon. That was kind of like uh, it's like this black family moves into this all white neighborhood, and it's kind of a horror movie or a horror show. So like she could do it, and you know what I mean. Like it's gonna come, uh after i'm not saying and again i'm not saying it's bad that they got it i'm just saying like this was the few shows that was there for like um like a really really good show for like and that also happened to feature south asian dudes so i was like psyched for that but now we don't have anything now i'm just hoping Hassan releases something quick or because i'm gonna have to be watching that chuck Lorre show for a long time <laughs> and i know that's gonna go 21 fucking seasons <laughs> oh my god you know it's going to be incredibly successful it's gonna be a hit <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. That actor that's playing the like the Afghani translator, like, what do you think is going through his head right now? You know what I mean? I don't know. To, like, sell your soul. Do you get mad? I'm sure a massive paycheck, but to sell your soul. How how do you feel? How do you guys feel about that? Because, Ed, I think you've talked about this with Ken Jung. Um. But like mm -hmm. I always think about this, and I used to get mad at those guys where I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like it's it's bad enough you're you're dragging us back." And then I used to be like, and then and then I adopted a new one where I'm like, "There's so few opportunities out there for us, anyways, that it's like, yeah. I get them giving taking what they can get, bro. They're trying to survive. For sure. I get it. Like even the for guy sure. Kunal Nair who plays um, Raj Puthapali in Big Bang Theory." Like, that shit is the worst that we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, he did what he had to do. And then, you know, he's he's incredibly rich now. So yeah. hopefully he can make some stuff now. Now that he's big, hopefully he'll make some stuff now. That isn't cliche and shit like that. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's like, it's okay to, like, get that first, like, nut. You know what I mean? That first yeah. paycheck. You know, what I, mean? I mean, I shouldn't use the word nut, but probably not if you're trying to make an eloquent point. But yeah, probably not. But uh, I'm just saying, like, it's like 
Listen, get the bag. Yeah, that's a better phrase. That's yeah, the word I was looking for. Secure the boss. bag. Secure the bag for sure. But after that, tell like, you know, the story you want to tell for sure, right? But that's my problem with Ken Jong, because he already got the bag and he's continually playing that same character, the wacky Asian. It's like, dude, we get it. But like today, I think we're tired of seeing asian males depicted this way as just like the butt of a joke you know what i mean yeah it's like you can still do comedies but you don't have to be that weirdo guy know what i mean what yeah. if what if he likes playing that type of character though well then fuck him <laughs> 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 well I, we're, we're the whole point of us giving leeway is we're saying you don't have these opportunities take what you can get we're not saying yeah, yeah fucking do that shit do what you want um and I searched Cornel Nair's uh, Instagram page, and he's promoting United States of Al. So he's on my no-no list. Already. He's promoting it? Yeah, he's like, some of my best friends from some of my... Uh, tune in, produced by some of my favorite writers on The Big Bang Theory. And then oh. he goes, also, that is not me in the picture. Haha, <laughs> it's my dear friend, Adir. Oh, my God. The writers that's... of The Big Bang Theory are writing... Oh, that's so... Well, yeah, it's Chuck Lorre. So Chuck Lorre made Big yeah. Bang Theory, right? Dude, how are there no ages on Big Bang Theory? I mean, come on. We can't even be, like, nerds? College nerds? Uh, that is surprising, actually. I would have thought... Um... I feel like we'd be ripe for the picking. There'd be, like, so many Asian people. This, I swear to God, college campuses are mostly Asians. Yeah, I would have thought there'd be at least one international Asian student. You would think so. I mean, dressed... Silicon Valley had Jin Yang. I mean, you can't have one Asian dude on Big Bang Theory. That one guy could be like a multimillionaire. Come yeah. on. He's dressed in Gucci all the time. <laughs> That's how every international student falls up in a Lambo yeah. to go to the library. <laughs> to go to, yeah, to go to the study it's, group. It's a fucking bubble tea in his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's, it's unfortunate. I don't know what I could say to these guys. I, anyway. I, I pray you sleep well at night. Yeah, once you, once you, <laughs> yeah, a little dramatic. I listen. I hope, I hope your children live to see the legacy that you have wrought. But I wish you well. But I wish you. Well. <laughs> and if you ever want to come on this show, if you want to hire me for write as a for a writing job, hey, listen. I will cancel this episode. <laughs> listen to me. I will delete this episode. I will. I will pretend like this never existed. I will promote United States of L. Speaking of, I have to have a spec script for United States of L. So if you're interested in reading, I'll be happy to send it over. Yo, okay. I want to ask you guys a question. Who do you think out of all of us would it be a sellout first? A sellout? A sellout. <laughs> yeah, and you know exactly what I mean. Like if I had to play like the sushi chef. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Mr. Sushi Chef and the Sushi yeah. Chef show. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Including including our fourth host that isn't here, Manny. All four of us, who do you think would do it? Sean has to play, I don't know, Sean, some racist <laughs> shit. You can yeah. go, you can go brown or black. I think we all sell out. You think, oh, you, you're admitting you'll sell out? It honestly everyone depends. here would sell out. No, it honestly depends. I'd have to see the script first. You know what I mean? Because we all have limits. You know what I mean? Do we? we do we? <laughs> What's your limit? What's your limit, Ed? Ed, I, I don't want to yeah. give sample dialogue because of what it's I wouldn't a remake, accept. It's a remake of Breakfast at Tiffany's. All right. Oh, 
I'm Mr. It's a Mr. Yoshi origin story. <laughs> they no, they want to go authentic this time, and they want to get a real Asian. Listen, person. you guys want a representation. We're hiring an Asian actor for Mr. Yoshi. This is progress. Yeah, and it's it's Martin it's Scorsese. He's making silence. Okay, Andrew silence Garfield too. and Adam Delicious Driver are going down Even to the quieter. beach to buy some sushi. Okay. <laughs> And Martin needs the best sushi <laughs> chef ever. Do you do the role? Yeah. You know what? As long as the dialogue is authentic. No, makes... it's not. It's not. It's not. Are you serious? That's the whole be... point. That's the whole point. It's not an artistically fulfilling role, Ed. It's supposed to be your sushi chef. Oh, my God. That, and, and, and your whole thing is you go up to the people, you put your sushi down. And then you bow like five times. And then you say, thank you. And and then even you... though I'm already Asian, they still put the prosthetics on my face. I'm like, is this necessary? <laughs> yes. Marty wants no, it's it Martin, real. It's Marty, Marty's going, yeah, yeah, put it on. Put it on. <laughs> Come on, we got to change your face. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and, that's, and your name is Cho Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang the sushi chef. Yeah, Cho Chang the sushi chef. Would you do it for $2 million? Oh. And and listen, here's God. the thing. Your name is going to be everywhere. It's a Scorsese film. Everybody's going to watch it. Pacino's in it. Um, Pacino's in it. Pacino's in silence. Oh, ooh, ah, this, is a, this is a lot of samurai. Ooh, ah. These samurais? Yeah. These sam- De Niro's in it, too. These samurais? Hey, hey there's a lot of sushi. This sushi you, chef? You're talking sushi? to me, samurai, huh? You're talking to me, samurai? Um, talking to me so yeah so you got all the hit heavy hitters joe pesci like kills you um it feels like this is just a remake of the irishman but just set in feudal japan <laughs> yeah yeah irishman to japan <laughs> big in japan yeah he's getting lazy with the titles i'll be honest martin's not really marty's not really trying anymore so would you do it two million dollars two million dollars let's would say 1.5 for a thousand what the fuck you're going lower now? It's taxes, <laughs> taxes, baby, taxes. A Agents, commission. Dollars. Yeah, I'm your manager. <laughs> I'm to... It's a thousand dollars, and Martin says, "You know what? Uh, if you do this role, I'm gonna use you for another project of mine." But no, 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 because the then, because is... then that's guaranteeing artistic creativity. I'm saying no artistic creativity. Would you do it for the money and in the hopes that maybe it's... I'll be big enough? And and it's not sure that you'll be big, but maybe I'll be big enough that I can do something like that later to help my community. So it's a pure caricature yeah. of a Japanese person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what? Honestly, think, think, you, think the equivalent of United States of Al. I'd say. Honestly, I'd say no. Say no. I tell Marty, Marty, I love you. You're a great guy. I have met you right now, but uh, I'm gonna say no. But and thank you know you for what? Asking. You go to that. You go to see that movie, opening night. You know, with a bunch of your friends. And do you know who you see in that role? You see Ken Jeong or whatever his name is. You know what? That probably fit. That's that probably, probably like fit. up his alley, actually. <laughs> Based on the way you're describing this role, I think Ken Jeong is a perfect fit. I think so. Actually, I think I would probably expect to see him in that movie. Um, Okay, Sean, what about you? We got to give the same scenario to you. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Uh, this one's yes. set in yes, the West Indies. I was still out. <laughs> he doesn't even okay, know. He doesn't he... even need that. 
the no script required. Just I, I don't even need to see. Hey, hey Sean. Hey Sean, how's it going? This is my Martin Scorsese impression. Hey Sean, how's it going? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Do it. See, you, you, you want me to play a slave that eats fried chicken? Is that, oh my is that the god. scene you want? Oh my god, Jesus! Marty, maybe so I can do that. I can. <laughs> POV, you're Marty. How do you? How do you? How partner. do you come back to this pod, Sean, and talk about racism at all after that? <laughs> I come how back. Do you have the balls with to my... come back to the pod. <laughs> come back and with my. I'm guessing your room is filled with gold season? bars. Yeah, I'm guessing behind your posters are covered with gold bars after your uh, movie. But how do you come back and complain about? Yeah, I don't think they should be having uh, Anthony Mackie uh, <laughs> doing this season. You know what, guys? I was hanging by a rope in the film, but now I got oh, some gold ropes around my neck. That's all I'm saying, boys. That's Jesus. all I'm saying. Well, well, you know what? Hey, you gotta start we somewhere. All, we gotta eat too. We gotta eat too. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah, that's true. Listen, we we do eat. have to eat. Yeah. Part, would you sell a For one cab driver who's also oh, serving kebabs or something? <laughs> what I'll else? I'll be honest. I'll what be honest. Else? No, I wouldn't. $3 million cash. Listen to me, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kebabs do you want? <laughs> when do you need me on set? Jesus. I'll be there early. I'll bring my own kebabs. Get off my back. No props needed. Okay. No, you know what I would do? I'll be honest. For $3 million, I, and this is what I would do. Two options. All right? This is one of two of what I would do. One, I would go there and I would try to make like edits in the script of like, what if this guy doesn't sell kebabs? What if he's selling insurance? <laughs> and Marty's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you're slowly editing the script. Yeah. And what if it's his accent? Like he doesn't have an accent the whole time. And it's kind of like, wait, where did that go? Then you, um, you show up on the day of filming. Like, yeah, so we got your goat right here. You're going to yeah, be walking with uh, it on your magic carpet. Oh man. Okay. By the, <laughs> by the end of the movie, it turns out you're the protagonist. You, you somehow like rework the script so much. You finessed it so hard. These kebabs, these kebabs. <laughs> On these kebabs you're laughing i ruined my kebabs and you're laughing <laughs> holy shit he pulled a jonah hill he's a fucking wow yeah wow. i would or or the second option is i would say no and cry for a long time <laughs> you know what that's fair too yeah that's fair but yeah but yeah master of none season three I'll still watch it, but yeah, I'll be sad. I will be sad. I'll still watch it, but come on. Hey, you know Give who else one. is sad? You know who else is sad? Who's sad? Bill Gates. What? After a nasty divorce. Mm, that's what he gets from microchipping me. Do you think he signed a prenup? <laughs> that they no. signed a prenup? I think I think we should clarify. Uh, you know, we're a pro vaccine here on this podcast, so please, no, we are. I, we are I not, need to clarify that. We, we, are, <laughs> we, are, we are not medical doctors. We are in no way suggesting to be an anti-vaxxer. Okay. Okay. Just I, I, I was making that joke earlier, but I want to be clear. I am pro-vaccine. 
Um, we, we don't want to get shut down. Okay, that's all I'm saying. We got to keep but, the lights But if on. you don't want to take a vaccine, you, you don't <laughs> no, have No, Sean, to. shut the fuck up. We got, we got Joe Rogan over here. Okay. Yeah. Say, like, if you're young and healthy, like, you're in shape, I don't think you need to take it. God, Joe Rogan's such a what fucking What an idiot, dude. man. Jesus Christ. I, He's like on, like you said, he's unwatchable now. This guy is so, his head is so far up his ass. And he has a massive head due to TRT. Yeah. Well, can we also adjust that? <laughs> his, well, he also has, he took a lot of growth hormone too, right? So. Yeah. He's... But yeah, uh, Bill Gates, Bill Gates. Uh, is a bachelor now. Do you think Bill, you think Jeff Bezos sent Bill like a text saying, yo, boys night out? Yeah. Been there, done that. Come over. <laughs> what a duo. Bill and Jeff just like hitting the club. Uh-huh. And oh, they're God. like sweaters. Yeah. And they're slacks. It did he sign a prenup? I don't know. I'm very curious. I don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't read anything about a prenup. Wow. On so. another note, I watched uh my mother was watching Ellen the other day. I guess I don't know if it was filmed this year or last year, but Boo. they had Bill Gates on it. Mm-hmm. And Boo he had Ellen. to guess the price of things from the grocery store. I've seen that clip online. Yeah, and it was like Obviously, he was way wrong. Can't fault the guy. But he, he said like a loaf of bread costs like $20 or something. Uh, he wishes if he mm-hmm. had his way with America. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but Thank if God he did not Jack. have a prenup, then his ex-wife well. is going to be the richest woman in the world or second richest woman or whatever. Yeah, isn't Belinda? the first richest the wife of Jeff Bezos? Yeah. yeah. Mackenzie, yeah. Mackenzie Bezos or formerly Mackenzie Bezos. Yeah. She's already remarried. Really? Uh, yeah. To who? Married to the game. <laughs> the rapper from the early 2000s, the wow. game. Wow. From G, 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 G Unit fame. Wow. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Hate her to love it, you know? Good for him. Good for him. Listen, I'm not saying he's a gold digger, but. But what? Who is she not messing with, Ed? Um, other women that are middle class. Hmm. Okay, I heard a different way. Um, <laughs> I heard something else. But anyway. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but isn't it weird to get divorced after 27 years? It's like, you might as well just not have together. like an op- open marriage. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to go back to the dating field? What do they even have to argue about now? Um, uh, getting vaccinated? Oh, you think she's an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> For sure. That's, that's what, what a strange it. turn of events. <laughs> if Melinda Gates is an anti-vaxxer after the years of giving out malaria vaccines. She hated it. She was trapped in that marriage having to like convince people to get vaccinated. <laughs> she, she was probably giving Bill so much flack every day. It's like, you know, that shit doesn't work, right? You know, well, look at the articles work. I found online. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> did she talk like that? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she said. What did I was thinking of Melania. <laughs> um, that that is strange. Um, but they're both rich, they're both happy, and they're both welcome on this podcast anytime if they want to give their side of things. We can play marriage counselor, like yeah. the referees, give them I'll, each like their turn to speak. You know, I'll be I'll be on uh, Melinda's side. And then someone else couldn't be on Bill's side. And then, uh, Sean, you're a good mediator. 
You can. I'll be on Windows XP side. Okay, so he's on Bill's side. Windows XP. XP. That not was even five. Vista. That's quite... not even ten. Hey, you guys don't know about Windows Longhorn. Yeah. The real ones know about Windows Longhorn. I don't know what that is. Well, I'm not surprised. You were born on. Wait, uh, what year were you born? Oh, wait, let, let's check your sweater. How did you even see that? I don't think I even showed that. <laughs> did you see that when I got up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck wears a sweater with the year they were born? It's so they know. It's so they know. So who knows? Them. The haters. Let them know. Bro, you want to you know? Where did you get that? Where did you get that? I'm not sure. And I will, and I will make it even worse. I will make it even worse than it already is. What? I was born in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the right year. You're lying to us. I didn't see any 1995s. What the fuck? What the fuck? Did you really you have to go to a... take a poo, or were you <laughs> buying another like uh, pair of sweats with a year on it? Let me go to a store and look for a sweater. Oh, this these sweaters have <laughs> years on them. Do they have my birth birth year? No. Okay, I'll set up with the next closest one, ninety four. <laughs> okay, I don't know where I got this sweater, but I just <laughs> the microphone had enough. I've had enough of this foolishness. This fool bought a sweater with the year before his birth on it. Well, Bro, come on. I don't. I get so much shit for the sweater. You guys don't understand. <laughs> hey, that you, it, this, doesn't you me. this doesn't phase me. This doesn't phase me. You keep wearing it. Yeah, you, you keep wearing. It. It's cozy. <laughs> How like old you, is the sweater? You knew you were gonna get roasted when you bought it. I did. That, right? I, that's why I did. That, I did go like this. I didn't go like this. I kept it like this. That's why going to the washroom was my downfall for many reasons. Oh my god. I yeah. can't believe it. It was a chink that. in my armor. Hey, watch it. I apologize. As soon as I said it, I was like, should I? <laughs> I was like, I was about I I knew before and I was like, well, let's see where this goes. You know, you know that phrase really blew up from the Jeremy Lin controversy? Because a sports reporter wrote that after oh. Jeremy Lin lost, and it just blew up, and the writer literally had no idea. He's like, he was like horrified after. He's like, oh shit, I literally did not oh my realize. God. It. Yeah. Damn, and then son. he was like, I didn't even know. <laughs> and he had a problem with his eye too. Yeah, <laughs> too. yeah. which he made it worse. It, it made it actually worse. <laughs> yeah, it was his nervous tick to wink. I, I'm which so made... sorry to Jeremy. Which increased the controversy yeah. and the heat on him. <laughs> yeah. Because he kept winking. And and the worst part is he doesn't know how to use quotes. So he's like, he's a great asset to the team. <laughs> <laughs> and I would never say something racist. Just trying to get across. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus, this neck is such a pain. <laughs> Oh man. Um but speaking of which, speaking of Bill's vaccines, I booked a vaccine appointment. Shit. Nice. Finally. 
Um, I feel like I'm the last of our hosts to finally get a vaccination. I'll be getting it soon. Um, And I booked it the same way Ed did, surprisingly enough. Why surprisingly? You're making it seem like I went to like the black market or something. As unethical as Ed was in getting his vaccine, I decided to do the same. Because <laughs> I am waiting for shit. I'm making it seem like I skipped the line, okay? I went to the library. I unplugged their computers that the old people were using. When you, when you go to get your shot, they uh, ask for your ID, so I wouldn't wear that sweater because you might confuse them. That was a good shot. Like, is, like... is this really you? Are you sure? But you know what? The sweater and the cord. Get him out of here. You know what? When, when Parth goes to the club, and he meets the bouncer. He doesn't give him the driver's license. He just doesn't. Okay. Are you old enough? Plus one. Buddy. Just plus one. <laughs> Need I go on? Check, check the sweater. Check the sweater. You know, that, that's my line when I'm in the club. I say, don't ask me. Talk to this shirt. <laughs> and then I get punched. <laughs> You weren't even bored. This is all I could get, bro. It was either this or not get a sweater. I'm not get a sweater with a urine on it. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I got my appointment through Vaccine Hunters Canada the Twitter page. And this is a little tip for all you guys that want your vaccines now or that are trying to book your vaccines. Here's what I did and it worked for me. Go on Vaccine Hunters Canada, the Twitter page, because they're working with Government of Toronto and they're uploading stuff all the time. Turn on notifications and you'll get a notification there like 10 to 15 minutes, every 10 to 15 minutes. And then just wait till your thing comes up and do it immediately because you'll get a notification so you'll know first. I did it a minute after mine showed up and we were still in a waiting queue. So it's you could, pretty, uh, yeah. you could also join the Discord server. There's a Vaccine Hunters Discord. And mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, you could go by area code. You could go by region and you could set the notifications. And like those guys, they, they teamed up with an actual local government to roll out. The, it was community run, community, community made. And it's like people ask like the city of Toronto, hey, are you guys paying these guys? And then the city of Toronto said, oh, no, absolutely not. Not even one cent. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We've, they should be paid yeah. because of your fucking ineptitude. Uh-huh. But, they're, but the city's response was as if they're saying, oh, this is good. Trust me, we're doing, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. this for free. It's like, that doesn't make you look good, you fucking you look idiot. Like inco- you look even more incompetent. <laughs> yeah. The volunteers are doing your job better than you are. You have the information. Just post it. <laughs> I know. Or just like, where's it gonna be? Any... I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you didn't think to make like a portal of some kind, just a, we- a centralized website. You, it's, it's so long to create it. Well, I could have cr- made it. I could have yeah. made it. It's crazy to think how many thousands and thousands of people are gonna be vaccinated because of these volunteers. So Honestly, they should no, no joke. They should be given the Order of Canada. Yeah, something because like that. Like this is like they... insanely helpful. They've probably saved lives, like no joke. A hundred percent, yeah. Right? So, but um, in truth, they're probably not going to get recognized at all after when it's all said and done, but yeah. 
It is what it is, right? It is what it is. It's unfortunate. Um, but shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Vaccine Hunters Canada. Should we yeah. open up a Discord page for us four? For we got E2, the Discord? Yeah, we'll have it one chat that's the Parth P Man Brigade. <laughs> and then once that's the Azenor Army. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm telling you right now, there's going to be us and Brian Edwards. And the guy that says only OnlyFans. <laughs> so he's yeah, going to keep guy. the chat busy. He's spamming the chat. Yeah. You know Dude, what? You yeah, have I think to stop. Dude, you have to stop. I, I, I appreciate that you're part of the P Man Brigade that you chose me, but you need to stop. Only OnlyFans. Only OnlyFans. Only OnlyFans. <laughs> We have end up banning him. Fuck. He was the only one that commented on my post. The only yeah. active member. <laughs> so sad. Oh, anyway, is that is that a good place then? I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, Where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find me, P-Man Brigade. You already know where to find me. Uh, love you guys. Some of you strange, but love you all the same. Um, you can find me at parts underscore TV. <laughs> And maybe talk to a therapist, some of you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. We might have to get a wellness check on one guy in particular. He keeps DMing me. Oh, the only 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 fans. Only only fans. I don't know why he rates only twice. That's, that's another confusing part. Well, well, because well, he, he's saying only only fans. Like, don't go to those other sites. Only yeah. fans. Only, only fans. <laughs> I get what he's saying, it. but he's misguided in his approach. <laughs> Dude, get get out. Seriously. Get out. We're worried about you. But I appreciate you being part of the P-Man Brigade. I need, <laughs> I do need the support. Uh, over to Ed. Uh, yeah, you can find A is an O or me. You can find me at Edward Choi, but the A is N O. Hashtag or me. The generals are going strong. Since 1994. <laughs> it doesn't even say since or estimated. It's just literally the numbers. I, I made this custom, bro. But one year off. You they ran out of fives. So I still made it custom. Oh my god. Oh, the mystery deepens. But uh, yeah, uh, shout out to you guys uh, or me. Uh, we're still going strong. Follow me on Twitter. We just reached 50 followers. Pe -pe 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 on what? On Twitter. On the army? <laughs> yeah. On the army? The army? How many followers you got? Oh, so many, dude. <laughs> I got a, oh, many. I got an email. I got to email this center in Bangladesh. I'm mean, going to add like a thousand more right now. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get those bots? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, over to Sean. Hey, guys. I've been Sean. I want to thank you all so much uh, for listening and watching this podcast. I just want to take this last second to talk about a very serious thing. And I just want you guys to... if you Wait, guys. If you are uh, additional viewers, because I see... Um, I got the stats. So I know there's other people listening. So let me know um, and hit me up. I, I see we have uh, different unique viewers, listeners. So let us know what you want to see. And which brigade you want to join? What and year, which year you were born? You were born. All right. <laughs> and on that, we're out. We out. Peace. <laughs>